a lot of colleges, a lot of universities, they teach marketing. And unfortunately, they teach marketing to prepare you to go you know, work for a large corporation. So that means, hey, we're going to teach you marketing concepts at work when you have multi-multi-million dollar advertising budgets. Let's get making conversations about marketing count. Straight out of college, they don't know anything because they were, what, first of all, if you're just taught the tools, what you learn right now in this second will change the next second. Welcome back to Making Conversations Count with me, Wendy Harris. I'm going to be bringing you a couple more guests on this episode. In part, it was their message to me and their company name that grabbed my attention. They're from a company called Marketing Counts. And I just knew that there was going to be lots of synergy around what you listeners want to know about marketing. So without further ado, let's get on to find out what Shreya's FTE formula is all about and why the F is always left out of the party. I have... Paul and Shreya from Marketing Counts. Not to be confused with making conversations count, but you can see why they caught my eye. So, Paul and Shreya, it's lovely to be able to invite you onto the show and join us in your experience. Thank you so much for having us. This is fun. Yeah, we're very much looking forward to this. It's going to be great. Well, I'm just excited because Paul's got up super early because of the time zone difference. And Mom Shreya, who's not his mom at all, has clearly made sure that he is up. <laughs> I, have, I made sure that my son, who just left for school, I made sure he was gone. I made sure Paul was up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just fantastic, isn't it, that we can be all over the world and still get to meet up at different times. So introduce yourselves one at a time. I'm going to say ladies first, because that's the British way. And tell us, you know, who you are and what you do. So my name is Shreya Banerjee. I'm a co-owner of Marketing Counts. And Paul and I met about, what, four years almost? So I don't really have a marketing background. I have more of an engineering background. I dabbled in marketing a little bit because it's a hobby of mine or used to be a hobby of mine back in college. We running paid ads, running like things, how, you know, Passive income was my to-go, but then graduated college, had a corporate career over 12 years, very successful. My background's more lean and process-based. I used to work for aviation industry six years ago, my son was born. So back then, like everybody looking for work-life balance, I did the same thing. Even though I loved my job with him being in daycare, being sick all the time, and just trying to figure out how everything works, I kind of went back to trying to find that passive income path where I could be in control of my time. And that's why I came back in internet marketing did a few product launches and I met Paul four years ago where we decided to talk like he, his background is marketing, like solid heavy. He knows his stuff <laughs> and mine's more in process and growth expert. So when we combined our skills together, we created marketing counts where not only can, did we expand like super fast, we grow over the four, four years, but now we also help companies create teams and grow super fast scale pretty much. Well, Shreya, it sounds fantastic that you've gone from yeah. side hustle to full-time mompreneur, really, you right. know, which is <laughs> pretty cool. 
And of course, having a lean and prince kind of background, when you go into corporate companies, you're going to have that understanding of how they're going to be ticking and the culture of that. So I can see why you and Paul kind of gravitated together. So Paul, what's your side of the story? Yeah. So I've been in business for over 23 years. I started as a teenager running a dial-up connection from my parents' house all the way, you know, yep, yeah, that noise, yep, <laughs> you've got mail. <laughs> yeah, I'm clearing down to that. So that was how I started my business as a teenager in a small town. And from there, and I started actually marketing apparel through email to different high school teachers and coaches and things like that, athletic directors. So I was selling shirts like this, you know, custom screen printing, custom embroidery, those types of things. And so I learned email marketing. So that was kind of how I learned. And then it just kind of transitioned from one client to another. And there I was at 18 with my first clients. And then at that point, I tried for eight months to work in corporate and realized it was not for me at the age of 21. And then by that point, I realized, okay, I'm just going to be full on entrepreneur. And I've been that way ever since. I just have continued through the marketing journey, launched my own courses, my own training products, had a you know good run of success for that. And from there, I went on and produced a feature film as well. So a movie decided to kind of take my marketing skills outside of internet marketing. And we had some success there, you know, kind of transferring some of those skill sets. And then met Shreya, like she mentioned four years ago, and was kind of at the spot where I was like, all right, I'm a solopreneur, but I want to make this big. And that was, you know, when I found out she had that process background, that was the thing I was lacking. So it fit. Discipline, if we're honest, isn't it, Shreya? Yes, discipline, it, probably. It it's discipline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only pulling your leg, but it, yeah, it, it is. is. <laughs> it's when you can see, you know, we play to our strengths and that doesn't mm-hmm. mean to say that you haven't, you know, that you're weak in a particular area. Right. It's just that, you know, if you can sort of. Oh, I was. Know, <laughs> if you can max it, God, you know, you're yeah. onto a, right. a winning formula, aren't you? When you both came together, I know you do a lot of marketing stuff. So what do you do to help your clients with their marketing now? Yeah, so we have an agency called Marketing Counts. Success Counts is the overarching brand. But then we have Marketing Counts, which is our company. It's our agency where we work with clients and we do a formula that Shreya's put together called the FTE formula. So she's really good with processes. And we kind of found that a lot of our clients are missing the boat when it comes to marketing. So I'm going to have her kind of talk through that FT formula. And I saw the how three we pillars that you use, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So three pillars. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain order you have to do it into. Right. So the basic principles, what we focus on is F is the foundation. T is the traffic and E is engagement. Now, most of the time, everybody just goes after traffic. If I have traffic, I will make money, which is yes, but you might not make enough money or sort of the money by that default you want. or by yeah. accident. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. If you have enough audience, you'll make something. You know, you might make one sale and you'll be happy. But what we teach is having the foundation first mentality is what work on having that digital presence or even offline presence, whatever presence you work on your foundation. Like you can't have a brick and mortar store, you can't have anything inside it not selling anything and open your doors and say your business is open, right? That's having the traffic first mentality is saying, I just have a building. So I'm going to open the doors. People will come in and eventually buy something. I'll put a you know can of tomato soup or something, but that doesn't work. And if you relate that and have in the digital world, that's exactly what you do when you say, I'm just going to start driving traffic. I'm going to start turning on ads or I'm going to put, you know, make posts on social media 20 times. 
uh, a week or a day or whatever <laughs> the crazy schedule you come up. But if you don't have your foundation in place, like have a landing page, have a website, have somewhere to capture your audience's information, then you're not going to convert. You're not going to get the benefit that you're looking for. And then you're going to get frustrated and say, I tried marketing. It doesn't work, which in fact, marketing counts. It works because you didn't focus on the conversion piece. You didn't focus on your foundation. So that's what we teach quite a bit is changing your mindset almost of how you think about your marketing and thinking foundation first rather than traffic first. It's funny how mindset comes into everything yes. we do, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Because there'll be an experience that we've had and we go, oh, I don't believe that that can work. So, of course, it's just never going to work because you're not looking at reframing that into, you know, or well, how does it work for other people then? Because it's not right. just by look, is it? No, people, yeah, it's such a great point. Yeah, because the mindset is probably half the battle. Too many people, even in marketing, they take their advertising campaigns they shut them down too early. They take, you know, discredit ideas. And sometimes it's, you're not following the right process. You know, it's not that marketing does not work. It's you're not following the right process. And a lot of times too, it's by default, at least here, a lot of colleges, a lot of universities, they teach marketing. And unfortunately they teach marketing to prepare you to go, you know, work for a large corporation. So that means, Hey, we're going to teach you marketing concepts at work when you have multi, multi-million dollar advertising budgets. What about the mom and pops? What about the people that do not have that luxury? And that's where like, 12 trail. people on the team. Yeah, exactly. Or 12 people on the team. I mean, you don't have the luxury of unlimited resources to be able going, to make a It was her fault. It was yeah. his fault. Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. It wasn't me. Yeah, yeah right. it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> You're exactly right. And that's why. If you're going to market, you better start with the right things in place, like get your foundation set, you know, so it speaks to your audience and know who you're speaking to. Because when you're truly trying to market, if you're not speaking to your audience, your conversions are not going to be very good. And so, you know, those are things that you need to keep in mind. And you just quickly mentioned university. And this is something that I'm really pleased that you two actually now go in and work with universities. Is that right? Because Mm -hmm. you're kind of trying to change that mindset from education to give them the right foundations from the off, you know, so to scale it back to, you know, one man band business, so to speak, and scale rather than the other way in. Mm-hmm. Right, right. We've worked yep. with several of our clients where, you know, kids come in or new hires come in, I would say, right, straight out of college. They don't know anything because they were, what, first of all, if you're just taught the tools, what you learn right now in this second will change the next second because mm-hmm. things change so fast in digital marketing. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to understand the concept piece behind it. And if you understand the FTE model, then you could apply it over any tools, any traffic platform, doesn't matter. So that's why we go to the high school level, to college level, university levels to say, teach it this way. So when they do come into the workforce, they're thinking this way. That was missing when we work with our clients who are hiring and we work with them and it's the traffic mentality yeah. that what they have. It said re-educating and we saw it as a problem. We said, we got to fix it. So we have curriculum mm-hmm. in 140 high schools now, which is great because that allows us Incredible. to impact the youth. Yeah, I mean, anybody listening, you know, please get in touch with Paul and Shreya for your high school, university, college, because this is where I see impact. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's no, and that's, you can kind of change the culture, change the mindset at a younger age, and then they're going to be taught the right strategies, the right ways to do it because you just can't, you know, 90%, 90, I don't even know what percent, but over 90% of businesses out there are small businesses. You know, they're not large corporate conglomerates. And that's, you know, something that we need to change because people too often are taught to market like a large corporate conglomerate. And that's just, that's yeah. only 10%. And, and was and that's it not where- even small businesses, even if it's a solopreneur or mm-hmm. like as a, you know, influencer, you would apply yeah. the same concepts. You won't apply the, what the big giants are using from marketing, like ad dollar wise, you have to think foundation first, even if you're trying to build your own right. brand yourself. How do you see that shift between, because, you know, big corporates tend to be, forgive me if I'm speaking out of turn, but they tend to be consumer led, you know, that they're, mm-hmm. they're aiming at a person, one person in a particular situation. I'm predominantly business to business, you know, so I'm looking to attract somebody in a job for doing the job for somebody else. And I think that's about 67% in America, the last figures I saw last month. So that's a huge number of people, you know, in still in the B2B world. I personally like the human to human approach that it really shouldn't matter. I think yeah. when you're talking marketing and you're talking foundations, there's got to be some differential. What's your opinion on that? We always, again, we teach the basics, which kind of seems very not exciting to begin with. It's not right? sexy, is it? It's not. No, 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 it's, no. Not. it's not. But what are the key concepts we teach is creating your customer avatar, the ICP, the, you know, to... And no one does, unfortunately, if you're starting a small business, you don't do this because you think about everything else, but you don't start at the basic. You don't start at the letter A, right? So creating your customer avatar, figuring out who that person is, and we actually name it. You could have like 20 different personalities. For example, maybe you sell toilet paper. Toilet paper is for everybody. So how do you market to your key person? But they're different segments, even within the toilet paper market. So some people might want the cheapest out there. Some people might want the most comfiest out there. Well, those are two different customer profiles. And you're going to have to decide, we name it, name them, you know, Uh Sally and Matt, and Matt wants the softest one, and Sally wants the cheapest one. And then when you're speaking and designing marketing materials, you're specifically creating stuff for Matt. That's going to speak to him. And even as an individual, I could do that. Even as a, you know, a solopreneur or influencer, I could talk directly to in one channel to Matt and then another channel on a different page, different landing page, different, you know, part of my website. I could talk to Sally. Two different approaches. They're still getting the information, but they're clearly going to resonate differently. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of basically sort of saying, well, depends on whether you're on Instagram or on LinkedIn will mm-hmm. be how you write that content for that ICA. Right. Correct. Yeah. And it's also very important because, you know, when you're going for the right customer avatar, like you're going to dig into their demographics. You're going to know, okay, what's their age generally? What is their interest? What are their likes? What other products like your product do they purchase, digest, go through? What kind of podcasts do they listen to? What kind of books do they read, especially in the B2B space? you know, those kind of people, what personal development experts do they follow? So then you can speak to them effectively, like really getting to know who that person is, is very important. And if generally speaking, you're not going to get a hundred percent right every single time. Right. But if you're generalizing it, you're going to be a much more pinpointed messaging 
with your messaging than you would if you just kind of, I like to call it the spray and pray mentality, you know? <laughs> so, you know, you don't think you just throw it out there to the universe and hope it sticks. And that's not the best approach with marketing. And that's how you can lose a lot of money. I would say as well that you need to get that niche mm -hmm. because you can sometimes have an idea that it's going to be somebody, let's say Cherie. And actually yeah. when you start to boil it down, it's not Cherie at all. So you could have gone completely off yeah. on the wrong yeah. track, spending all this time, effort and energy. And Cherie's like, why would you want to be talking to me? Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> you nailed it there. <laughs> it's exactly. So it, and then you just lost all your money and time and energy. Well, right well then you're not yeah. having the right conversation with the right person, are you? To there, make yes. So exactly. that was kind of what made me think of that. Typically, what sort of tasks are you doing for your clients right now? Yeah. So one of the core strengths we do right now is we really build marketing teams for them. So we come in and help them, you know, kind of assess, okay, who is your, we start with their target market. So we always start from the top. Once we assess that, then we work with them to actually build a team, a marketing team for them. So we serve in a lot of our roles. We aren't just a, a traditional agency. Like, as you mentioned, we do a lot of the education piece. So we really truly believe in educating. So we educate them through the process on their marketing. And then one of the core things we do is build them a marketing team underneath them. So it's an outsourced team or a team internally, like working with their employees so they can get the most out of them. But, you know, put in place a graphics person, a social media person, an SEO person. So really build their marketing team so that they don't have to rely on an agency if they don't want to. So we, our goal is to work ourselves out of a job, which is very unique in the agency model. It's like we me. do it to build them. Yeah. Yeah. I do the same, you know, uh, over the years I've worked with clients and I love nothing more than when they come to me and they say, oh, do you know, I only need half a day of somebody on the phone, but I'd like to build that up and get somebody in part time. And I love nothing better than going, well, let me help you with the interviewing and the training yes. and the handover. So you know that it works. And yeah. if you're doing a good job, then actually that business is growing. Yes. And it's your are. influence. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Oh, I love it. We have so many synergies. I like it. <laughs> synergies count. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a new t-shirt right there. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> We're going to carry on that conversation in just a moment. But first, let me tell you about my Power Up program. An hour and a half with me and accountability later. It's by no means ever going to fix everything. But what it will do is it will allow us to find one area that's a key priority for you to implement straight away into your business and allow you to just see the other areas that you need work on. It's a great stepping stone into the 12-week building block program. Just book a chin wag. Let's have a natter and let's see how I can help you. Time for Wendy Woo's tip. You'll perhaps notice that I always try to personalise my tip around the episode. And it comes up in conversation with Paul and Shreya about how it's really important to get to know your connections and not to be disheartened if something takes 
time. Now, as part of my 4R formula, I've spoken about timing being something that's really important. So the example that Paul and Shreya said was that somebody got in touch four years later because it then aligned with what they were doing. So just remember this for me, please. You'll hear, it's not what you know, but who you know. Yeah, I will take that one step further and say, it's actually what you know about them that's going to give you value later. When you're brainstorming and thinking, who do I know already? Because that's clearly where we start. Why do your clients buy from you? Well, that's where you're going to need to be talking about them. That's your foundation first. That's the F word that has been missing from a lot of people's formulas. We all know that traffic is important and we like the feeling that we get when we have engagement. But if your foundation's not set, it's like anything. It's really short-lived. So play to your strengths. Use what you know. Put that in place. And of course, then the rest just comes quite naturally. It's not often that I get a couple, and I know you're not a couple because you're in different time zones, but you work together (laughs) and you've been working together for four years. But it's not often that we get a couple that come with a conversation that counts to share. And of course, I never know what that's going to be. So are you ready to tell us a bit more about that conversation that created a turning point for you? Yes. We met at a live event. So Paul was speaking yeah. and so networking, we are a big proponent on networking, creating relationships, going out, meeting people, even if you're meeting online, but meet, like create those relationships. We did a product launch together. And since then the product launch went well and we, you know, we continued and said, Hey, let's start doing live events. And we just started doing success count live events. Then we started to decide to create marketing counts. And that happened. And the complete shift there was Paul was very, I'm, I'm a solopreneur. I'm going to do it myself. You're coming in. That's yep. great. But if we want to grow, because he was against growing for some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> Growth from like a growing team point of view. Yeah, I was, I was against the team. I, I wanted to always be known because I was known as a successful solopreneur. So there was my pride that was saying, oh, we, I want to be the solopreneur. Like there's, you know, I've accomplished a lot as a, solo business person, you know, like, and I wanted to stay that way. Yeah. So we actually have both, we have companies outside, individual companies outside from the success accounts also. So he was like, you hire them under you, get the work done. I'm still going to be known as a solopreneur. How foolish I was right. Looking back, you know, cause it's like, you know, without the teams, we wouldn't be where we are. We wouldn't have the time freedom that we have again. And it's silly. Cause like when I had my business solopreneur, I always did everything, you know, and, and built very successful business. I mean, it was very successful top seller on many platforms and very well known, you know, internationally, but I, there was a ceiling, you know, you reach a ceiling in your business where you can't go any further. And I was open to that, to knowing I needed to work with somebody that knew strategy and processes. But I would say this was a, unfortunately for Shrey, it was a very long conversation because I was Four a little years. bullheaded. Yeah. How many years? <laughs> we're still working on it because there's still times where he's doing stuff. I'm like, why yeah. are you doing stuff? Why don't we right. have somebody? 
doing this? It's more like the best part about like the conversation we're constantly having is if I'm doing she's like, why are you doing that? And if you are, do you like to do that? Or do you, you know, couldn't we get a process, you know? So I'm getting better at that, you know, to where there's quite a bit that we are outsourcing now. That's got to come down to one, Shrey approving that her way is better than your way. Yes. To be fair. (laughs) Yes. Oh, it's way better. And once you've got that proof, that actually gives you the confidence and trust yeah. to be able to lean into other things, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and if you've just been the only person that's been in control of everything, you know, it's right. not, I don't think it's ego so much. I think sometimes it's just, it, it does come down to that trust piece. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. well, I know I'm going to get it done. And if I don't, right. then I can give myself a kick up the bum. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be giving anybody else a kick up the bum. Right. And I think that's sometimes half of yeah. the battle, isn't it? Is that you don't, we, none of us want those difficult conversations of going back and sort of challenging and saying, well, it didn't go how I wanted it. Oh, yeah, exa- exactly. And, you know, I had those moments in my past where I tried some of the outsourcing model. It didn't work and really come down to it. It wasn't their fault. The person I brought in it was my fault because I didn't have the proper communication with them to tell them exactly what I wanted, right? I didn't have the right conversation with those people, you know? And so Shreya brings that process approach. If you have a process to the people you bring in, then they can actually do the job effectively. It's not about that outsourcing doesn't work. It's not about that a certain website you outsource on doesn't work. It's, you know, it does not matter. What truly counts is that, you know, having the right process so that, you know, conversation really matter, you know, makes it also to be effective to you. You cannot hire ad hoc. Like, okay, if your website's down, you need somebody. Yes. Go get that one person, but you have to have repeatable processes within your business to say, I'm going to hire somebody to do this particular task. So I'm not sitting there explaining to them every single time and wasting my time. I think that was a big hurdle for policy. He's like, I, it's much faster for me to do it rather than try to explain Mm -hmm. this to somebody else to do it. Well, if you do it 20 times a week, Explain it to the one person one time, maybe twice. That person will take over. Yeah, yeah right, dummy. Come yeah, on. Right, right. <laughs> That's exactly it, yeah. <laughs> but it's a trick that we all fall into, isn't yeah. it? Is that, you know, mm-hmm. we to be successful, it's got to be on our terms and that's it. Right. To be an entrepreneur, it's just about you. Well, do you know what? There are many, many influencers that started out as individuals mm-hmm. that built teams yes. and didn't necessarily employ anybody. Why is it we will go to a, an accountant, right, right, for our taxes? We will go to a solicitor f- for advice on contracts. Mm-hmm. So why do we not trust other people in other types of industries like marketing and right. sales and, you know, just about anything that you need? Mm-hmm. Because actually that's your team. It's corporate. It's just pieces of a jigsaw puzzle. It definitely is. That's a really good explanation of it. No, it really is. And it all fits together really well, especially when you follow the process. <laughs> and do it Shreya's way. And yes, exactly. Step back do it Shreya's way. I need yeah, to do it Shreya's way. Just because you hire somebody doesn't mean that that person would do it right. And that's okay. I mean, you know, it's a fear we all have. But what you do is you move on to the next person. And that's why we are big into like, you know, rather than doing full time in the beginning, start with mm-hmm. the contractor. And then if that person's good, then yes, eventually that person will become full time. But well, sure, you could be turning somebody's side hustle into something really magnificent. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But yep. Start small and it's okay to fail. Just because you started doing the process and you're good at it right now, you weren't good at it in the beginning. You've oh, worked out all, this the all the time. Yes. Yeah. When Brad Sugars came on the show, he said, you know, people say to me, I'm no good at sales calls. People are just not interested. And he's like, well, how many have you made? Four or five. Well, four or five sales calls isn't going to be, yeah. you know, the snapshot <laughs> of success for the rest of your life in your business. Is it? Right. You know? <laughs> You're going to need to do about two million. Hello. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We always exactly. say focus on your strength and manage your weaknesses. So what would your one piece of advice be to anybody starting out that has got a side hustle then now? Be consistent. That's what we're talking about. That Even on the bad days, not every day is going to be nice. Mm. Even within a day, things are going to go up and down, up and down. Your emotions are going to go up and down, up and down. That's just life. And if you just do one thing, we were off, you know, for the last week, we were on spring break and we were working off and on. And even if you do one thing, something that we did three weeks ago comes in this week with a big deal Mm -hmm. that we're about to close. But that happened because we did that one task three weeks ago. So you never know. Or had a conversation three weeks ago, you know with somebody. Right. And it could be saying hi to somebody. It could be as simple as just connecting with somebody or somebody new, somebody old, somebody, you know, so just keep one step at a time. Just like when we learned to walk, right. As a babies, one step at a time, just do one thing and don't feel bad about it. Don't be hard on yourself that you didn't do anything. You did that one thing. Fantastic. Yeah, it's going to snowball into something big. Yeah. Everything that I've built, you know, over all these years, right. Is starting with communications and having a conversation and, you know, making those connections, you know, so I'm constantly out there connecting with people on a deeper level. So Shreya talked about, you know, for somebody that's doing a side hustle right now, the number one best thing you can do is go to live events, in-person events. If it's just a zoom event, at least that's better than nothing. You're going to make a connection, you know, find a Facebook friend or a LinkedIn friend or follower and somebody that you can connect with. Right. So those are immense. I mean, those relationships, you just never know where they're going to transpire, where they're going to lead. And, you know, we're talking, it could take three, four years later. I was talking to a friend of mine that said, one of the things he's learned from me over this, over all the years we've known each other is that you never know the value of a relationship, you know, like, cause he had something that happened to him. And four years later, now a connection he had four years ago that he's maintained and kind of just kept the door open is opening up the door for a conversation that's going to drive his new business venture forward. And it was just because, you know, he was focusing on building relationships with people and that's what happens. You just never know. And that's the value of your network is insane. And that's, you know, right now our business is primarily just referrals and that's because we focus on building relationships and then they come to you. Yes. We, you know, we bring in people through our marketing efforts and things, but we get a lot of our best paying customers just from connections. And so go out, you cannot discount the value of having conversations with people. It's so important. Mm, I agree. I mean, I always say it's not what you know or who you know, it's Mm -hmm. what you know about those people. And of course, if you don't know, and it's just taking those little intelligent pieces of information and being able to, to use them again in conversation later. 
so that you can go, oh, I know somebody exactly that was looking for that. Right. And let me match you. Let me put you together because I know that's going to have some synergy. That's the magic of getting to know people. It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it truly is. That's where the money is made. I was going to say also be patient Mm because it takes time. Life is not a TikTok video. And it's, <laughs> that's my new saying, not, life is not a TikTok video. It's not. The relationship that you might make today come, like you said, right, come into play four years from now. So it takes patience. Just give, have that giving first mentality and just give, it comes back. Give value and truly get to know that person. And then mm-hmm. you'll see what happens. It's powerful. The rest takes care of itself, doesn't it? Yes, it does. (laughs) Yes. Well, it's been absolutely lovely to get to know you a bit more, what you're doing out there in the universe for marketing, certainly for our next generation. And if people want to, you know, our listeners like to carry on the conversation, where's the best place to tap you up? Yeah, so they can find us at marketingcounts.com. And that's going to be a great spot to get to know us. And then if they want to email us directly to have a conversation, it's just info at marketingcounts.com. Fantastic. Very simple. Well, we'll make sure all the details go on the show notes. And of course, it's always on the makingconversationscount.com website. So thank you guys for sharing that conversation that's still happening. Well, I'm going to check in with you in about six months time and see how you're getting on with that conversation. Okay. Sounds great. great. (laughs) Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks Thanks for your time today. Next time on Making Conversations Count, we're going to be joined by Nick Crump and his strap line is better before bigger. This is the time to really stand back and think about what they're trying to achieve and thinking about what they need to achieve that. Mm